Rodgers in trouble. It's going to get there. He turned 32 yesterday. Does he have a vintage moment in him? In the end zone, it is caught for the win. Pressure from Thomas off the edge. Eli Manning stays on his feet. Airs it out down the field. It is caught by Tyree. Kyle out of the shotgun. Looks left. Throws a lob for Michael Croft. He caught it. He caught it. He caught it. Burger. Half time. Throws to the back of the end zone, and it is off for a touchdown by Holmes. At the 25, puts his foot in the ground. 35, 40. Gets a block midfield. Cuts it back 40. 30. Good by Oakland. Tyree Kill. 10 for touchdown. Kansas City. Now for another episode of Chalk It Up. All right, welcome to episode 22 of the Chalk It Up podcast. I am Chris Chalk, and I'll be flying solo tonight without my other host, Sean Chalk. But we do have some members of the peanut gallery here. Jeremy, Jeremy, how are you doing, sir? Good, man. How are you? Good. And Pat, how are you, sir? Good. That rounds out the crew tonight, so we'll just (laughs) jump right into it. Uh, So the first thing, uh, the biggest... Local story, obviously, of the weekend. Um, what happened incredibly fast moving is the Kareem Hunt story, which is crazy. PMP. But uh, <clears throat> I know, breaking the news, man. Um, so on Friday at one thirty, they released the video of him pushing, and depending on your opinion and my opinion, he kicked her, uh, and then the Chiefs suspended him at like four o'clock, and then like. 715 they officially released him and he went through uh waivers no one claimed him as of yesterday which they which was the deadline for claim him and then he's now a free agent but he's still on the exemption list so he can't just jump back into the league um but yeah so you guys have any like major thoughts on it um, well so i mean like the first and foremost discussion topic is like what he did was wrong. Yeah. I think everyone 100%. everyone's in agreement. Nobody's arguing like, that. Yeah. No one no one from our crew, no one in the other news media yeah. is sugarcoating that. Then the question comes down to like, what do you do about it? And how did the Chiefs act you know, did they act well? Did they were they severe enough? Were yeah, they so they came out today and said that T M Z again, to break the news, said that the NFL and the Chiefs both didn't Writtenly request for it based on public records, but the NFL claims they verbally requested asked, it previous because yeah. the incident took place when last summer, February. Yeah, oh, February. Feb- well, last February. Yeah. yeah, the so January was the one that came out yesterday at the Mosaic the night yeah, after. Yeah. Um, February was this one with the girl, and then the June one was the one where he was at the resort. That's with right. his friends, and supposedly the guy egged him on, but it's kind of hard to believe his That's account insane. of stories now at this point because he's over two as far as the video. Well, and the is only thing, the but, only thing that, I mean, as far as like what the Chiefs have put out that bothers me is they make it seem like they released him just because he lied, like not because he yeah. put his hand on a woman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that I have a hard time with that because. I feel like from them it would make a bigger statement if they said, you know, we don't condone that. That's not part of our, you know, culture or whatever. We're releasing him first and foremost because of that and because he withheld information and wasn't truthful. Yeah. But they were just like, no, he lied to us. So we're yeah, so on the him. police report he said he was in bed and called security. And I'm assuming that's what he told the chiefs if he lied to them. And then this video came out. But, yeah, that's my whole thing is that, like, so you have people arguing that supposedly he called her the N-word, so did she deserve it? You have people arguing that she hits him at one point, so she deserved it. You have people saying that it's not that bad because it's not really domestic abuse, so it shouldn't be looked at like the Zeke suspension because or the Ray Rice. they weren't domestic, yeah, because it wasn't domestic abuse. You have people saying it's not as bad as the Ray Rice video, so you can't compare it to the Ray Rice video, like... Yeah, I don't. Like, <laughs> I mean, that's, you could like, can, yeah. I mean. It's crazy how much I've seen on Facebook like women agreeing with yeah 
I other mean, guys I mean, point I of sent views you guys, that yeah i sent you guys some snapshots of like people that i follow or that like are close to my followers whatever and they're like what because he you know pushed a bitch or you know it's just yeah. like dude how do you like how do you view it that way yeah you know like I mean? that's like, and it's so crazy it's like because in february everyone was like oh it's bad but then it was like okay it's over with and right. then they see the video and then then you see like wow that's really bad so it's yeah. like why do we have to have video and then it brings back to the discussion we had when we did the urban meyer thing like with tyree kill it's like do we really need video of him choking his un- unborn baby and his girlfriend for people to be like wow that's really bad what he did right well i mean but it's like we I need video you need, we need proof yeah you, you do need, need yeah. i mean it's like you got you can't just have but I'm saying, an accusation but tyree go through said he did it and yeah. did like the court thing but it's like um do you think tyree could be on the chiefs if people saw video of him choking out a pregnant girlfriend no that's i mean that's a good point no. Like, why do we have to have video of... And do you think, like, Greg Hardy... Thing, Ray like, Rice was, was still in the league yeah. until that video came out, and then everybody was, like, sick to their stomach. Yeah. And because, this I is, mean, what, that video eight months awesome, later, but, yeah. where... So I think, like, you you ask, like, what's the difference between that? Which one's worse? Which one's bad? It's like saying, is that murder or is that triple right. homicide worse? Yeah. So, I mean, here's the thing. The prison system is going to give you a different sentence based right. on those yeah. three things. Or whatever. The well, that's what is. people say, too. They're like, he didn't go to jail for it or get a ticket but it's like if you like think about it the Cleveland police didn't really do their job because they said that they don't look into it unless it's a felony and it was a misdemeanor but I don't understand how well, that was so they a, just took his word for it and claimed it was a misdemeanor and didn't look into it based on that it's like how do you just, how do you know a felony didn't occur if you right. don't well, investigate was, further that was the side of the NFL though too the NFL said they tried to reach out to that girl and all of her friends and no one no one responded. So it was just like, did she know that she was in the wrong? Did she know? You know what I mean? Or did who knows? Kareem yeah, go know. up to her and, and like, she said she said right stories. You know, and Kareem all said, hey, and, who, and she might have just wanted it to be over with too, and like, right? Because she got beat up. Yeah, because I mean, like Ray Rice <laughs> is married to that chick yeah. now. Tyreek Hill is married. She went into the Roger Goodell thing, uh, saying that he didn't do anything wrong right. and should still be. Tyreek Hill got married to the chick that he chose. It's yeah. like not that. I mean, none of that makes that right. The other side of it, though, and, like, the part that irritates me, and I always have a hard time with TMZ, the headline that they put out completely blows that thing up into something that it really was not. Yeah, I mean, they were but, looking for clicks, but, and, and like, we said in our group chat, and Sean said, like, they still would have gotten clicks. It was just, like, Kareem Hunt hit her. But yeah. I just, like, I don't know. It's, it's crazy to me that when the video came out, that's kind of what the – Chiefs diehards reaction was was oh it's not really that bad right. you should Which, still and I'm not saying you're saying that no, I'm saying no, like people on Twitter were like yeah, yeah oh it's not really that bad and it's like like what is classified as bad when it comes to hitting a woman right. and it's like never lay your hands yeah. on a woman yeah and it's just crazy to me that even at, like the day after it was like these teams are interested in him uh, he could only get a small suspension and everyone was like why do the Chiefs let him go if it's only right. going to be a small suspension <clears throat> well, it's just still, crazy to me that. Yeah, and I still I still don't understand how they're able to get the video, but the NFL and everybody else can't. Yeah, they need better. That's two like huge, no pun intended, black eyes for the league to have TMZ break two of the biggest suspension stories. Right. Of. Bless you. Bless you. Okay. Oh, bless you. Keep going. Sorry, um, but to have TMZ leak the two videos, the two biggest, like, suspensions right. in the league. Like, it's crazy to me that if TMZ can pay, like, because we all know what happened, right? Like, someone who makes, like, $13 an hour, TMZ was like, hey, man, I'll give you a bunch of money to leak it. And some guy was like, hey, all right, I'll make $100,000 and I don't have to work for, like, two years. Right. So if the NFL, not that it's morally the right way to do it, but if the NFL can't do it legally and can't do it that way, but TMZ can do it, then they need to figure out. And... It's kind of funny, like, you see the Patriots mob on Twitter, they're like, so the NFL can spend millions of dollars, have, like, a 23-page paper for why they cheated and deflated balls, but they can't obtain a video of a running back pushing, yeah. Yeah. So I just, I don't know, like, to me, you only lie when you've done something wrong, Um, and he, like, said he lied in the police report and said he was in bed and called security, and he obviously knows that he did something wrong, Um, and then you have the other two incidents, and then... 
Brad uh, fanning on 610, so there's two more incidents that have been reported according to people close to him. Yeah. So it's just like, and I can't stand the other thing, like ESPN, we're so quick to like give abusers a platform. Like Zach Smith had his interview, oh, yeah. uh, Kareem, like, Kareem was there and she didn't even, like, they don't ask questions. It's like right. he spent the whole interview and didn't say once, I regret pushing that girl. <clears throat> it was, I'm not that kind of guy. Right. Uh, it doesn't matter what was said. Or... And then Lisa's like, well, it does matter what was said, like, what happened. And it's just like, he did the PR thing, like give minimal information, apologize, and then hope everyone just forgives you and you can get your job back. And it's so just amazing that we give them platforms. Does he play in the NFL again? I don't know, man. Yeah, that's. I fun. thought for a long time Ray Rice would play in the NFL. Yeah, Adrian Peterson's playing. Ray Rice is in his prime. When yeah. Adrian Peterson just came back out and said he still hits his kid with a stick. Yeah. I mean, literally, like last week. But that's so, the thing too. Like, would Adrian Peterson have a job if there's video of him hitting his son? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like so for some reason, like that's the that's the <clears throat> like the the hammer. Well, and that's like, like you can do like whatever you want you like unless you get caught like, on video. I think that's our culture nowadays. Though they're like, oh, I want to see it. You know, show me. Yeah. So you know, because I think the only the only other guy I can think of really is Plasco Burris that. Yep never got to play again after he did that where he like shot himself and went to jail and so take a stand but Vic came back what do you uh, think Stallworth came back yeah does does Kareem play again in the NFL I'm gonna say no because there's no. a video Jeremy what do you think yeah I mean I, the, it, yeah I mean you'd have to go off of that I think because there's no video and that he's on the exemplus and you don't like it's like the Josh Gordon thing and the Justin Blackman thing, the guy from Ohio State that played for the Jags, like, mm -hmm. there's no timetable. So Roger Goodell could, he doesn't have to give a timetable until he, like, wants to reappeal. And Josh Gordon had to reappeal three times. I was going to say, yeah, he was out for years. So Kareem's going to have to not get in trouble, going to have to stay sober, going to have to take anger management classes, going to have to take alcohol classes. Yeah. And well, if he gets was, in trouble one more time, he's out of the league forever. That was the other thing with all of his incidents. It all involved alcohol, and it all involved being out late at night. Mm -hmm. and yeah, because the so mosaic thing was two forty. Right. This was two o'clock. Yeah, like. it's not a you know, it's not a hey, I screwed up. That's you. Like that's your yeah. personality. Like that's who you are. Well, that's what everyone was like in the interviews. Like that's not me. And then like Carrington was like, on Twitter after the last incident came out, they were like, that's not me in air <laughs> right. quotes. And it's like one like one times. Uh, what is it? One time's an incident, two times is a coincidence, right. and the third time it's like Probably. at some point you have to think that's part of his yeah. life, unfortunately. Right. Well, right. Mahomes, when he was asked about it, I thought his answer was the best, and he was just like, We don't do that here. Yeah. Like, that was it. I mean, just yeah. like shut it down. I think that's the interesting dynamic with the Chiefs is like, Do you think so? Do you think the Chiefs have a dynamic where it's like half and half where people are mad at management and Hunt, or do you think everyone's mad at Kareem Hunt? I think there's more people upset with Kareem Hunt. From what it sounds like, like they even interviewed Spencer Ware, who got a promotion. Right. So, I mean, think of it that way for him. But, yeah. I mean, he was saying, you know, like, he's got some shit to work through. Like, you know, he wasn't he wasn't saying, I'm leaving him high and dry, and, like, I don't want to associate myself with him. So he didn't go that far. But he was just like, that's gone. We're not worried about that. Like, that's what had to happen, essentially, and now we got to focus on football. Because I think he's going to get the Le'Veon Bell treatment where, like, he was going to be suspended anywhere for the rest of the year not play, right. and, like, he selfishly did this stuff, right. and he selfishly ruined their Super Bowl chances, yeah. for, in yeah. a lot of people's opinions, and that's where you kind of have the Le'Veon Bell thing. All those guys are like, we're not going to talk about him. He's not here. He's not, he doesn't want to be here. He's not helping our team anymore, so it's like, if you don't want to be here and you're selfishly choosing not to be here, which... In a way, Kareem is because he did all this stuff, yeah. even though he didn't choose the outcome. He chose to do all that stuff. I think there's that like niche you see in like locker rooms where it's like if this guy's not helping us and doesn't want to like do the things to help us, then, well, then you're not then you're blacklisted and right. we don't care about you anymore. Yeah. And, and you know it's like a family. You know they take like a you know whatever like honor you know whatever. And he sat there and played the whole season so far. Full well knowing that he lied he to every stuff. single yeah. person in that building. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, if I were them, I'd, I'd be like, screw you, dude. Like, you did this to yourself. I can only imagine, like, how many texts he got that were like, really, bro? Like, well, did you see Larry, jo I mean, Larry Johnson, yeah. of all people, the came out. Right, came, came, <laughs> came out on Twitter. Mind you, he's done in the league because yeah. he threw a drink in a girl's face and yeah. among other things. But, yeah, he's like, man, I thought I told you not to do this. And, like, 
Yeah, trying to act like the moral. Yeah, I think the standard. big thing is they're just like one NFL teams need to do a better job in investigating off the field reports and not being so quick to be like we know what happened and two like players just need to figure like there's there's a line with women and yeah. I just think those are the two big things and so wait I guess we didn't get your answer. Yeah, what, do you your, think what do you think? Yeah, I don't. I agree. I don't think he plays again. I think there's too much to overcome for the NFL to justify why he's now back playing. And I think, like, it's kind of messed up to say, but he also doesn't do the whole, like, Mike Vick served his time thing, but Ray Rice didn't, like, have time to serve. And he won't have time to serve because he's not going to go to jail. But I think people are more apt to give second chance. And, like, the Tyreek thing, that's the first thing everyone says is he did his time and made it better, which I I don't agree with. But that's... But I feel like people are more apt to give second chances when you there's some kind of punishment. Mm-hmm. But when you just go home and get yeah. to hang out with your friends, and that's the punishment. Then yeah. It's going to be interesting. It's definitely a change for the Chiefs, and it's going to be a see, big... I don't... I'm literally... I mean, from, yeah, a, so we strictly, can jump into that, that from a strictly football think standpoint, the, yeah. I think they're fine. I mean, we lost Jamal Charles and filled it with Sharkandrick West and Spencer Ware... Minus, I mean, granted, it was like three years ago. And so well, those guys are back. older now, right? <laughs> yeah. So now they're both back, right? And they were, you know, I, I think... Yeah, they could still go back and sign Jamal, too. He's a free agent. <laughs> yeah. Right. I mean, there's a, there were a ton out there. The Raiders signed C.J. Anderson, which blows my mind. <laughs> I don't know why they, they don't need a running back. Yeah, so was, well, they, they've been they need cutting everybody receivers. else. They're, like, yeah, trading everybody but, else. But regardless, um, I think the Chiefs, from a strictly football standpoint, are going to be fine because they have Patrick Mahomes and... You know, they were dealing with this whole thing, and Tyreek had probably his worst game of the season, and they still put up 40. Granted, it's the Raiders, but it was an away game and a tough place to play, and blah, blah, blah. I think think they're going to be fine. And running back is the one position I feel like you can almost pick and plug anybody in. I mean, you got James Conner stepped in for Le'Veon Bell. and Philip Lindsay's second in rushing. He's undrafted. Yeah, I mean, I think think they lose. I don't, like... Because he didn't, I mean, I'd have to, like, look it up officially, but he only had, what, like, 11 touchdowns this year? But I think he, yeah, he had more touchdowns, I feel like, than, like, Tyreek. And he may have had the most touchdowns on our team, actually, now come to think of it. But, I mean, you're just, you're going to spread it out now. And Spencer Ware proves he can still run, and, you know, we'll see what Sharkandrick West can do, but. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the one thing, is they'll be able to fill the, the void by committee if you look at what um, yeah, they did Thomas last week. Like, I mean, yeah. um, Damian Williams had like six carries. <clears throat> I like that kid, man. Uh, Mahomes he's... had like eight carries. Ware had 12 carries. It wasn't like we're yeah. going to give him 20 carries, and I don't think that's what's going to happen. Yeah. And I think yeah, so he only had seven rush touchdowns. And he so he must have had, had four or five receivers. And he only had 824 rush yards. That's what I was going to say. Is like they, yeah, rushing-wise, but he was a threat out yeah, of the back. But I mean, receiving. if you look at like the first game against the Chargers, everyone kind of thought that was a punishment because he didn't get the ball when they were in the red zone all those times right. and and I don't they haven't really given him the workload this year so I don't think it's as big as a miss as everyone like thinks it's going to be I think you're still lose the explosiveness in the totally. pass, like passing sure. game you don't have a guy who's going to hurdle somebody or right. like do what he did against the Bengals back there anymore I mean, but I would love to see Spencer wear a hurdle somebody <laughs> get off the ground let's go <laughs> but, but I, Andy, Andy Reid at his best is always when there's a fire, yeah. and so, you know, Kareem... And if you look at, like, the touchdown he did have, it was, like, a triple T, yeah. where Mahomes ended up being the tight end from it, and it was, like, a speed option they ran, like, they were Georgia Tech back there, right. so I think they're in a playbook where they can kind of eliminate needing... They don't. I mean, they don't line up on their center with a fullback and yeah. run the ball straight up the middle. And that's what Mahomes so. said. Like, Mahomes said the playbook has, like, 16 different, yeah. like, folds to it. <laughs> and, I mean, you're literally you're literally seeing every single one now. I mean, like, I'm sure we haven't seen them all, but you see a play or two every week. Yeah, that, just like, that, where the hell did that, that come from? Like, that yeah, T option like, thing was what? deep in the playbook. Right, but, I yeah. mean... Yeah, deep on the old Waffle House menu. Yeah, it would be interesting to see just how they go forward, especially, like, the Chargers, I think they're the one threat, and they've looked yeah. a lot better they, the yeah. past mm-hmm. three weeks in the post that came back. And so, it's because Rivers having his ninth kid, bro. I know. He's going to have his own football team yeah. pretty soon. Starting 11 <laughs> if you count him and his wife. <laughs> 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 ninth kid. 
Nine kids. Congrats Holy on the sex. Dude. <laughs> Genetic jackhammer, bro. <laughs> okay, cool. Hook yeah. <laughs> <Look 'em. laughs> yeah, so we'll move on. Uh, we'll talk about the NFL more a little bit later. Uh, we'll move on to arguably the second biggest story probably. Uh, break broke this morning at like 6.45 in the morning. Uh, Urban Meyer has announced that he will retire after the Peach Bowl. And Ryan Day, who took over uh, the first four games this year, or three, was it four or three? Four games this year. Uh, got a five-year, $24 million extension. Get um, paid. So mm -hmm. he will be the guy who everyone thought he was going to leave. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't really have, like, some, like, conspiracy theory. I just think they told him, like, hey, man, like... You think it was a result of the, the off-the-field allegations around... Yeah. His inability well, to handle. I, the I think it was a con like scandal. I think it was a combination of everything. Like as much as people want to joke about his health uh, and how he like uses it as an excuse to get out of things. Like if it really is as bad as they, because they said he can't get worked up at all, or like his head just starts to. And then like the Maryland game, every time they showed him, even when they were scoring, like he's rubbing his head and his temples like in the yeah. middle of a football game. So. Like, I hate to be the one that's like, yeah, it's probably because his head is not what happened, but if his head's really that bad and they can't figure out, like, why his, like, brain well, I mean, is flaring up. Well, he's guilty conscience. Then... <laughs> I mean, I think he's literally, I mean, literally, he's yeah. sitting on it. I mean, it's probably, like, yeah, I'm just like, <laughs> dude, well, but, you know how much stuff, like, he has I think been... it's just a combination of everything. Like, he's never going to go to the NFL. He's run his race. He's won national titles at two different, three different schools. He's been the number one team eight yeah. different times. He's, He's probably thinking, like, because of all those things yeah. and the health and the scandals, it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah. So and it's why? hard to walk. Like, it's hard. Like, we always, like, you always hear stories about Saban walking into someone's house and being like, I got your son and, like, yeah. taking him on the boat. And it's hard for him, I think, to walk into a house of, like, take an inner city kid who's raised by his mom, regardless of race. And then yeah. he's like... Tell me about I, yeah. that. Yeah. And the mom's like, so I see that you had a domestic abuser on your, like, staff. It's hard for him to be like, yeah, I got it taken care of, you know what I mean? So I think he's lost he's lost that kind of thing. And like I said, I don't, like, what really does he have left to prove or accomplish? They went, what, 81 and 9 when he was there? Yeah. He, so what I don't get is if he's done after the Rose Bowl, like. The Peach Bowl. Rose Bowl. Is it the Rose Bowl? Yeah, they're at the Rose that's Bowl. That's right, because they're uh, on the Big Ten. I don't know why. I thought I read Peach Bowl, but that's not even like a major bowl. Uh, no, it's it. Rose Bowl because they won the Big Ten. So. Yeah. Um, so if they win, oh, they're not in the playoffs. No, no, no. Okay, no. You know, that's what I kept like running through my head today. They didn't make playoffs because of Boomer. Boomer. Yes, I think the other interesting thing really is that Shiano didn't get it. Um, and he was rumored for the Tennessee job and everyone all offseason was kind of like, uh, you shouldn't slander him. He's a really good coach. But then they decided that. And even the fact that he was an interim coach at the beginning. I don't know if they just don't want the bad publicity to continue, even though he had nothing to do with the Joe Paw thing. He's just kind of like, it's his black eye of his yeah. of yeah. his kind of shadow, or if that's why know. they did it. Or, they but, but it, though. Yeah, it's yeah, a weird coaching carousel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't really, uh, just randomly another one, he, yeah, as the OC, not even the head not coach. Not even the head coach, yeah. And he was being rumored to be a head, like, NFL. an NFL head coach. Right. So I don't, I don't really understand that. I guess he might think that USC might fire their head coach after, like, four games next year. And, I, and that's what, over, I always, but. I always question, like, when I see that, like, because, you know, obviously he was at a smaller school in the Big 12, but then, like, you see those guys go from head coach to offensive coordinator of, like, Nebraska or offensive coordinator of USC or offensive coordinator of Texas. Like, are those schools that much higher on the tier to where they can accept not being the head coach? See, that's the thing is I don't think USC is. I, I mean, they used to be. So I don't, ish, like, I don't really understand. But, yeah. And if he would have waited three days, like, it's rumored that the Alabama OC is going to be the head coach of Maryland. So he could have gone to Alabama and coached yeah. under Nick Saban if you really wanted to. You know, to, I like, mean, there's probably personal things, yeah. who knows, I'm sure. good deals and whatever else, but it sounds like it was a good fit for Kingsbury. Then yeah. third, college football, round here, Bill Snyder. Yeah, yeah. Bill Snyder stepped down. down. It's crazy. Finally. Now, did they uh, 27 seasons. Yeah. Like the well, I didn't realize how bad, K and I'm not from around here, but I didn't realize how bad K-State was before he got here. Yeah. 
Like, they called it Futility U because... Yeah. Well, and he turned around, and then he had a guilty conscience come back because he hired the guy that yeah. took right. over for him, and that guy sucked. So that's why he came back. Right. And then he's had the black cloud, like, they don't want his son... People there don't want his son to take over, but he wants his son to take over, and that was supposedly his contract. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see what they do. Yeah, uh, Paul Johnson also retired from Georgia Tech. Uh, um, God, someone's little brother got fired. The Akron coach... I can't remember who his brother is, though. Um, Bobby Bowden's um, oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, brother, he got fired. So there's been a lot of, like, mid-tier schools that have opened up, so it'll be interesting to see who they hold. But but back to the original point, yeah, I just think the Urban thing is cool. a collection of everything. I think it's more his off-the-field stuff, but I think his health really is something that caused him to retire, too. But like I said, I don't think he has anything else to prove, and that's kind of... Like, you're at Ohio State, a top-five program, and if you feel like you're running a race there, then... What's the point of staying there? If you know what I mean, I yeah. I don't think there's a step up for him really from no. there. So and his interview was so weird too. Like when they asked, you know, some guy asked him, "So are you done now coaching?" It wasn't even a straight answer. It was just like, well, yeah. you know, like whatever. If you, said, if you like, can't I say like I am, if you can't say like that no that. in that situation, you're giving like. It's like if <clears throat> it's like when you're in a relationship and the girl's like, "Do you really love me?" And if you're like. Well, like that's love the first is, indication. Love like, is such a, it's such a, such a, it's a big, it's such a strong <laughs> word. We have a lot yeah, of love. That's a lot of commitment. For each other. Yeah, we have a lot of love for each other. But if there's like any serious question in your life, and you lead off like personally, and you lead off with like, well, and then <laughs> like that means you're not either a being truthful or like knows the answer. Yeah, so. and he may not know the answer. He may think like, yeah, I really want to be done. And the then time. a year from now, yeah. he Brett Favre's it and comes back. Yeah, because he did say he wearing the four or five. Because he did say he won't coach ever again. So. Yeah, but we'll see. Maybe we'll he's see. Play. We'll see who comes. MJ calling. said. <laughs> MJ said he was done too. We'll see who comes calling a year from now and wants a winner. So. Exactly. But, um, so yeah, that right. Do you have any other thoughts really about? Um, no, we can do a Kansas yeah. update. Yeah. Riveting forty-three to forty <laughs> game over here. Number two, Kansas, over Wofford. By the time you're listening to this, the game is probably still going on. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone know where Wofford is? No. Not a clue. No. So now we're going to jump to this week's, <laughs> this week's headlines. All right, thanks, Chris. We'll start in the NBA, where the Chicago Bulls have fired head coach Fred Hoiberg on Monday after a 5-19 and start to the season. President of basketball operations and legendary three-point bomber John Paxson said the move is less about the record and more about an energy and a spirit that the team is lacking. <laughs> I have to interrupt you, but on Twitter someone was like, uh, uh, the interim head coach went down the bench clapping when Zach Levine scored, trying to get all the guys to clap and be excited. <laughs> That's that energy and spirit, Chris. That interim head coach is Jim Boylan, right. who's been promoted uh, in hopes of remedying the problem. <laughs> of the spirit. Yeah. Also, uh, former Chicago Bull free agent center Joakim Noah signed with the Memphis Grizzlies for the remainder of the season. The team announced Tuesday the deal for the veteran's minimum is worth a prorated $1.73 million. League sources told ESPN that Noah at 33 will serve as a backup center for the Grizzlies, and he joined the team on Tuesday for practice. Monday, the Heisman Trophy finalists were announced, including Oklahoma's Kyler Murray, Alabama's Tua Tagovola, and Ohio State's Dwayne Haskins. Kyler and Tua emerge as clear favorites as both lead their teams into the college football playoff. Tua hoping to become Alabama's first Heisman at quarterback, and Kyler to become the fourth Oklahoma quarterback to win since 2003. The weather's a little chilly here in Kansas City, so let's move to hockey, where the NHL has announced Tuesday that they will expand to 32 teams in 2021. Seattle will receive the latest franchise in professional hockey after a unanimous vote by the Board of Governors. Names, colors, and stadium all to be announced. And finally, continuing on in hockey in the world of more ridiculous and heartwarming hockey news... The minor league AHS Hershey Bears shattered a world record on Sunday. Every year, the minor league squads arrange for fans to bring stuffed animals to be hurled and collected from the ice for charities around the holidays. After the Bears' first goal against the Binghampton Devils, fans rained down 34,798 plush toys onto the rink, tallying in as the largest donation in hockey history. That'll do it on that beautifully positive note. Hey, update. Wofford's in South Carolina. 
case anybody cares. And that the things I <laughs> never care about ever again. Yeah, so what do you think? Uh, so Seattle News, so Kansas City's probably never going to get a team. Uh, oh, God. The number one thing out of that. Uh, and then the whole, uh, what do you think they're going to name? Uh, I think I saw the Emeralds was the favorite, and they're asking I feel people like they're to gonna go, suggestions. I feel like they're going to go Native American, like the Chinook or the Snoqualmie. In Seattle? Yeah, big Native American pop- population. Really? Up. Seattle, mm-hmm. Snoqualmie's. Yep. Big, big, uh, big Pacific... Uh, a big jersey to native population. There. Yeah, kind of. Um, yeah, I, that's a big thing. I think kind of puts a damper down on. And Sprint Center is kind of getting old if you think about it. Which is kind of so, crazy to think about. That yeah, it's has been around as long as it is. Now they're gonna have to build a new arena. Yeah, I don't think, it, it, we've it. talked about that before. Though I don't think Sprint Center is worried, man. Sprint yeah. Center, like, oh, yeah. they, well, they fill up. On they've like, repeatedly turned down games and teams right. because. Concerts. They would have to take away from concerts right. and make them more money and have more more tour dates. But I I don't think that this uh, precludes Kansas City from getting a team. It certainly does for it a long time, yeah. um, especially in NHL. I think we have a better chance of an NBA <coughs> team. But um, yeah, gotta get that airport first. That's it. That's yeah. There's a lot of things that we need here. Probably. So what do you think about Heisman? Team. Who's your Heisman pick? Yeah, so we'll jump into, uh, like I said, the NCAA again, yeah. um, and we'll kind of review everything. But, yeah, we can talk about that first. Um, so my pick, I think, really would be Haskins, but I don't think he has any chance to win it. Um, just because the adversity he's faced other than the other guys um, and the numbers, like I said, he's put up. We are talking off camera the last three weeks against two good defenses, and then Maryland, he put up 1,700 yards and 19 touchdowns in three weeks, which is disgusting. Um, and then you have Kyler, who plays in a league of no defense other than one team. Um, sorry, Sean. And then you have Tua, who doesn't play the second quarter of half of his games, and now he's injured. So um, I think if I had to pick between the two, it, it'll be Kyler. Yeah. I'm going with Kyler. Too. Mostly because two is injured, not because of his stats. But I'm going for the opposite reason because Kyler's passer rating has <clears throat> consistently been better, and he's breaking the record that Baker set last year when he won the Heisman. So here's the annoying argument we're gonna hear then is that two is numbers versus SEC teams, which uh-huh. aren't very good, other than Georgia, uh, and then Kyler versus the Big Twelve. Are his numbers inflated in your opinion? I mean that. I mean we'll find out. That's a bigger because they yeah, play exactly. Alabama. That's, but yeah, that's a bigger argument that goes to. Uh, that just goes to the structure of the leagues. Well, it goes, the it, goes, the it goes to is the SEC better than every other conference? And Which is what we'll is hear all, for the next right. three weeks. Everyone but. always says that, but I don't. I think this year especially we showed more parity than years past. Yeah, and if you think about it, like Texas is the top fifteen team, West Virginia is the top fifteen team, and OU is the top ten team, and then you have. Uh, yeah, and then you have Alabama, but who do you really have? Like, Georgia gave them a good game, so I'll Alabama. give them Georgia, but Georgia lost to three touchdowns by LSU, LSU to a backup quarterback. LSU is the second-best team based on standings, and they didn't score a single point. And then Florida lost to Kentucky and Missouri, and they're the third, fourth-best team. Yeah, yeah. And then <clears throat> after that, you have your Kentuckys, your Missouris, your Vanderbilts, your old misses, like... I think we just need to move on from the stigma of they're really good and have a bunch of defenses. Because I think other than Alabama and, and Georgia, I'll give Georgia that because they really do, even though they gave up, what, 50 points to OU last year in the bowl. They gave up 35 to Alabama. Like, they, but they still had defensive guys come out. But other than them, like, who really has a defense in that league? Yeah. I mean, LSU gave up 49 points in regulation to A&M. Um, <laughs> they gave up 30 points to Alabama and didn't score a point. Like, right. Yeah, no, I agree. I completely agree. And I can't stand the SEC is better than everyone argument. I just think it's dumb because Cause, either mean, way, either way it, your it team It was has like to eight years ago when you had Florida with Tebow yeah. and Alabama. But you can go back. I mean, was, but. Yeah, go, I mean, go back and look, though, like any of these bowl games. I mean, and not even a bowl game. You had Appalachian State beat Michigan. Yeah. Like Big Ten powerhouse. It was, I mean, granted, like, 
And Auburn kinda, lost to UCF last yeah, year. Auburn like, lost to UCF. I mean, there's tons of, you know, you just, you can't predict. I mean. And LSU lost to Troy last year. <laughs> Nebraska like, lost to Troy this yeah, year. Troy's the giant killer. Sorry, but, Sean and yeah. Pat. <laughs> I think that's the annoying argument that's going to taint this, though, is that you're going to have. But, I mean, <clears throat> you kind of had the argument when Bradford beat Tebow, which I don't think Bradford should beat Tebow. But I think in this this scenario, Kyler should be Tua. Well, I was going to say, what it's turned into is that whoever is the best quarterback on the best team. Yeah. Is, is the one that's going to win it, which everybody's going to argue Tua. But I think in this, I would take Kyler 10 out of 10. Who's the last non-quarterback to win? I'll scope it out. Go ahead and talk. I don't know. But I can tell you, so just to give you like some background, Kyler got 46 votes, Tua got 44, and Dwayne got uh, 29 votes. For what? For the Heisman. Like, the expert polls of these uh, people. Like, what they think. For. Yeah. Yeah, and um, if you look at, um, I think... Um, they were saying during the OU Texas game that ten people have already turned in their ballot before yeah. uh, the games even happen. Yeah, yeah. So that's the other thing too, and then um, and then they'll do it too before the national championship game, which I think they that's should. what I was. Yeah, but, it drives me nuts. Um, but yeah. yeah, I think it'll be him. I mean, I think the one snub, if you have oh, one, is the Washington State quarterback. Menchov um, should have been there. He tore apart the Pac-12 all year, and he's not their quarterback. But yeah. I don't really think there was so, a running back, wide receiver, were really worthy of it this year. Except but, for Puka at Kansas. But. Except for Puka, <laughs> but he'll be there next year. Yeah. So. Um, the, so the last non-quarterback to win it was Derrick Henry in 2015 on the Alabama team. Who's currently shitting the bet on a fantasy yeah. football <laughs> team. <laughs> but other than that, it was one, two, three, four, five. And you five, had Tebow six. and Bradford. You went, well, so it goes Baker Reggie last Bush. year, then Lamar Jackson, Derrick Henry, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Johnny Manziel, Robert Griffin III, Cam Newton, and then Mark Ingram in 2009. Wow. And, and then, then before that Bush. was Bradford, Tebow, Troy Smith, Bust. <laughs> <laughs> and Reggie Bush. Look at the list of those names. Matt Weinberg. Yeah. <laughs> Can you read that oh, that geez. one for the Der- like from now till Derrick Henry? From now that till that list again. Lamar Jackson. Okay, so it goes Baker. Yeah. Lamar Jackson. Okay. Derrick Henry, Marcus Mariota, Jameis Winston, Johnny Menzel, Robert Griffin III, Cam Newton, Mark Ingram, Sam Bradford. <laughs> Tim Tebow, Choice Troy Smith, Smith <laughs> Reggie, Bush, Reggie Bush, Matt Leiner, Jason White, God. Carson Palmer, Eric Crouch. Let's go. And that's the 2000s, right? <laughs> 2001. Pretty Chris Wenske in the year 2000. Showing you that being the Heisman <laughs> yeah. quarterback does not lead to success. God. There's what? Two the successful road. people on that list. Uh, yeah. Carson Cam. and... Carson had a good career. Cam's doing well. Cam's like... But he's I mean, becoming got, average. Yeah, but you <clears> got to consider him. Did yeah. Troy Smith ever see the NFL? Yeah. Yeah, I think he was on the Ravens Vegas. for a little bit. Okay. But them two and Mark Baker Ingram, probably. Mark but, Ingram's been and around Ingram this lately, year. Yeah, lately. So four guys out of the last 18 years or yeah. 17 years have translated. But Lamar, yeah, Lamar um, Jackson's looking good. Yeah. But yeah, I think I'd have to give it to Kyler just because the last couple of weeks, like I said, two was hurt. So I think that'll play into it. Um, so we can kind of review Championship Saturday too, jump into that. Um, obviously... My biggest disappointment was Texas. Um, they hung around for a long time. That safety really killed the end of the game. And then there's a couple, I hate to say it, wish-watch penalties that Texas probably should have gotten some pass interferences. But at the end of the day, OU is probably the better team, probably deserved to win. Um, and But I think Texas is kind of reclaiming that rivalry, especially when Kyler leaves uh, to go to the NFL. Uh, you had Alabama look like they were on the ropes for the longest time, and then they came full circle and Jalen Hurts led the comeback and might start. I mean, I two has been hurt like the last four weeks. Well, I, was gonna so. say, I think that's a huge hit to Tua too. I think like the fact that Jalen Hurts can be inserted, yeah. just like when they put Tua in last year, it's just like. And everyone was kind of like, Hurts really isn't that good. Right. Yeah. And now all of a sudden Tua goes out and Hurts goes in and turns that game completely mm-hmm. around for him. And then you had Pac-12 on Friday, which was uh, one <laughs> defensive touchdown, 13-9 or something like that. Uh, the Big Ten, Ohio State. Uh, they won. They didn't have enough style points. Uh, UFC came back from like a 18 point deficit after giving up 400 rush yards, and then uh, came back and won. UCF, um, USF or UAB came uh, that yeah, yeah. disbanded their program two years ago. They won the conference USA. That's big. So there were some good ones. Um, I think probably the biggest disappointment, like I said, was Texas and probably Alabama. It would have been nice to see them lose because um, I think they still would have been in the playoff. Um, but so yeah, I don't really. So you think the, you would have put Clemson out, bro? Oh, yeah, they would have been first. They would have been first. Yeah, probably Clemson, Georgia, or Clemson, Bama, Georgia, Notre Dame. Yeah. 
Um, but so the top four is Alabama, Clemson, Notre Dame, OU. Uh, first two out were Georgia and Ohio State. Uh, so you, the matchups are Bama, OU, uh, Notre Dame, and Clemson. Is there anything you guys would have changed in the top four? I think I, my only I'm, change would have been OU jumping Notre Dame. I was going to say, yeah. I'm gonna but I would have probably had the same top four. Ride that sentiment, too. I think yeah. Notre Dame, and I really hope they don't. I really hope they're back. But just watching them play this year, they get off to the slow starts. They're always notorious for getting slow during the game, and... I think they're gonna. Get and they'll have one. They have one extra week off because they don't. Yeah. two extra weeks right. off because they don't play. I really hope they come hot. I do too. I mean, I want them to. I want them to be in the national championship game. Yeah. That'd be awesome. Yeah. But. And then you've got. I mean, I think it's a great matchup with Oklahoma at Alabama. I'm kind of surprised they didn't jump awesome. OU just for the simple fact that they could have had OU Bama as the national title game. Yeah. Yeah. Instead of the Clemson Bama. Or. I mean, if it could ever happen for, like, the ratings monster and the TV specials that would come to it, I think, like, an OU Notre Dame national yeah. championship would be, like, uh, yeah, yeah. Switzer, yeah. Get all guys. the alum back, line them across the right. field. Right, right. That's, that's what I'm yeah. looking for. But it's going to be tough, especially for OU at Alabama. I think <clears throat> Kyler's the better quarterback, so you've yeah, got so two both, Heisman's leading. But uh, Alabama's a 11-point favorite, and Notre, uh, Clemson's yeah. a 14-point favorite. I think. This, so they're both. Bama's defense is just so good, yeah. and Oklahoma's defense is not good. Yeah. <laughs> That's a bad comment. And I think the difference, too, is Georgia was running the ball over everybody, and OU doesn't run the ball well. I think they ran, like, six times against Texas, and if you don't run the ball against Alabama, if you're one-dimensional against Alabama and you have those guys, I know we're just talking about the SEC is really not that good, but all those athletes are at Alabama, and if you have five-star guys with their ears up yeah. rushing you for 40 snaps yeah. a game, like, this yep. is a huge and you're 5'8", Let's see it. Yeah. Let's yeah. see it. It's a huge game for Notre Dame, though. I mean, with like repercussions for yeah. like years to come. Because yeah, if, they if they go they don't in, win this and one, they they're going to be treated like UCF. Right. They're just like you don't have a championship game. You don't play we in the conference. You push you in the playoff and you got to roll. Yeah. But if they go in there and they beat Clemson, I mean, mm. they're going to take their twelve and zero every year yeah. playing a down USC team or. No, so uh, my other uh, question for you guys with it then is, would you expand? And if you would expand, how many teams would you expand it to? Because Mike Leach came out and said he would do 16 in, like, Division Two. I would do eight. I would do eight. eight and do the first four buys, like, first four week off, and then you play. Like, five, five eight, eight, play. six, seven, yeah. and then you line they up play. that way. Okay. And you go one to highest rank, or one to lowest. And then what do you do? Do you just do... Top like do you keep the rankings like it is, like whoever just the top eight ranked people are. Yeah, yeah. What about I you? I don't know. I'm I I like the four team playoff. I think it's like NCAA basketball. Where, yeah, no matter what, like even with sixty four teams, you still have people that are like left out and are bubble teams. So the absurd argument that expanding it to any number is going to make it more fair yeah. just doesn't exist. I think. Uh, six or eight is probably the right number, just because when you get to 16, you get three, four lost teams that don't probably deserve that. What and then you'll get teams like Washington and Texas, who has four losses that shouldn't be playing for the national right. championship right. in, where in D2, those schools are schools that went like 12-0 and 0 during the season. They just have so many schools. But I think eight, then you, like, so this year would be the four, then Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan, UCF. and UCF. So it would be Georgia at UCF, which... Yeah. I mean, honestly, UCF would probably get rolled, but I don't know because they'd be Auburn, and then it would be another Michigan OSU rematch. Yeah, so I think eight. Well, no, probably... they would. Would they play in, or would those teams so play in, in, in like in, in his my scenario, head, they would do that. Five, but my, would I would probably seven, have all eight teams play in the top four home games. Yeah, and then, then you, you go to neutral the, sites. Then you get the Alabama <clears throat> UCF game at Alabama, and you just yeah, yeah. you just say like, you think you're, yeah, yeah, you think you're undefeated. Let's because go. I, I think in your scenario, you still have. Like, if UCF loses, you'll still have the what if they get to play Bama thing. Which, yeah, but they got rolled by number five. That's true. I, I mean, but I but think yeah. eight's still the number, probably, just because I think eight's probably where you get the you get the first two out, which are probably unlucky. You'll get, you get the one at large team, like UCF, Boise, Utah, that probably went undefeated, Notre Dame in some years that yeah. doesn't have the resume. And then you'll probably get one team maybe a year that doesn't deserve it, like Georgia, LSU, Michigan. So, yeah, I think they probably need to expand again one more time. But I think when you get to the 12 16, it's probably a little ridiculous. That'd but. be some really interesting games if you played one through eight. Yeah. So you got Bama, UCF, and then Clemson, Michigan, 
Notre Dame, OSU, and then Oklahoma, Georgia. Yeah. It'd be so right. And I, you get the extra revenue from it. You get the home game. <clears throat> yeah. So now we'll move on uh, to the NFL. Uh, big news uh, for our resident guy, uh, Mike McCarthy. Gone. Woo! Has been officially relieved of his duties after hey. they lost as 15-point favorites at home to the lowly Bring Hebrew on hammer. Lincoln Riley. Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> He's the biggest name out there right now. They're already talking about it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know if they'll jump ship, but that's a huge demi. So now you have the dynamic. If uh, Rodgers doesn't perform now, it's his fault. Yeah. But uh, there are yeah. a lot of reports. going to see if they go with a yes man or an old school guy. So we'll see that. I think that's the probably gonna, the big big thing there is. If, I was going to yeah. ask you. There were a lot of reports that came out today saying that like Rodgers is difficult to deal with. Yeah. And I don't know if that's coming from like <clears throat> McCarthy's. I think you, but you, I think from the public spectrum, you have the side, right? It was like Favre. Like, he's either a finger-pointing baby who crowd complains a bunch, or he's a hard, yeah, or he's a passionate yeah. Philip Rivers. Like, it's the same with Philip Rivers, right? Yeah. Philip Rivers is, is either a big crying douche, or he's someone who's very passionate about the game. And Well, I think loved, Aaron, but, you know, Aaron, there are rumors that Aaron's estranged from his family, yeah. you know, and doesn't speak to his brother or his His, his mom was, like, and, in the fire, and he yeah. didn't. So, um... You know, take that for what it's worth. I I think that there's, he's not going out there on a limb like a LeBron James to like, you know, really be leading these community efforts. Like, it, it pains me to say this because I love the guy. I think he's funny. I think he's a a good face for our team. I think he probably has the immense trust of his teams in in the locker room. Yeah. Um. But you know, is he a really political guy? My guess would be no. Yeah. And so then, does that rub coaches the wrong way? Probably. So what do you need to make him happy and continue like to Like you're saying in public, that? he doesn't really take a stand, so you don't think in the locker room he's really like... Yeah. I don't think well, he... Even, like, even he, when he gets he, questioned in the interviews, though, he like, says what people want to hear. you know, he's just like, chill. Yeah. yeah. So do you yeah. think he, he's like a... You, like, he says what whoever's talking to him wants to hear kind of guy? No, I wouldn't say that. No, I think he's true to himself. I think he's just more so... Self-absorbed than... Uh, yeah, I hate to say that. I was gonna say that's a hard. I want to say I want to say he's like, he's focused on himself, on his team, yeah. on doing what he needs to do, and like he's looking out for his teammates, and you know he has good relationships with receivers and his offensive line and that kind of stuff. Um, I think it's more just that he's not he's not gonna be the guy who's like getting on TV after after a game and saying like, you know. Here's a little kid who has whatever that you know. We all need to support his yeah. family. You go to his GoFundMe page. He's not the JJ Watt. Yeah. Right. Okay. He's not like out there campaigning yeah. for his community. But I so, think when you look at so that's the fine line of we can dive into this real quick then. Um, so that's the fine line of like the Tom Brady thing, right? And you talked about LeBron off the court, but LeBron on the court, like they have the stigmas of giant assholes who are hard to be teammates with, like. On the in the locker room, yeah. but on the court and on the field, like somebody's going to run through a brick wall from them and and do whatever they need to do to win a game. Yeah. So is that necessarily a bad thing from a fan standpoint? No, I don't think so. If you if you win, fans just want the results. Yeah. It's kind of like the Korean Hunt thing. Like, do you really care what he does? off the field as long as he doesn't get in trouble if he's on your team and then once he leaves your team like I don't like, it worried me idiot, for, but I mean it still worries me about Kareem like if the Chiefs knew about this like I think that's a horrible look yeah. for the organization but I mean as, as but a is person, it affecting my life as like a person like no. you're like I don't care if Kareem finds help he's not a Chief anymore so it's like yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. yeah so I, I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing I think the bad stuff is when it starts to leak that like he would eye roll in the in the uh, huddle, right. and he would audible when he knew it wouldn't work. Well, uh, I thought it was weird. The Packers like made it a point to come out today and say that Aaron's not going to have any say in the next yeah, head coach. Which is so, I mean, it's the basically only, that the is only saying... person they've done that with is LeBron, <laughs> right. who everyone thinks LeBron gets yeah. his coaches fired. Right. Yeah. Well, there's so many rumors that people are asking, and all those press conferences they're always asking, did Aaron have anything to do with this yeah. firing? No, and he's not choosing the next <laughs> yeah. coach. So I, I don't read too much into that. I think that's... I think that um, he just doesn't have the right body language sometimes. Like, yeah. when they do show him after yeah. he, like, throws a pick, he's, like, mumbling under his breath and, like, rolling he his eyes. A bad rap. But I think he's also at that point of his life where, like, 
he's been there long enough. He knows what's going to, like, those guys know when the play's called what's going to, like, 90% of the time they can think, like, why is a coach calling a halfback dive on second and 20? Like, right. Nothing's going to happen from that. But I, I don't know. Like, I think that it's just a fiery competitor thing, and I it'll be, like I said, it'll be a change just to see if they get, like, a young yes man, because I think that's what Lincoln Riley would be, or if they get an older... I don't think Lincoln Riley's... I think it would be awesome to see him up there. I don't think that should be... You, like, you shouldn't jump from OU and NCAA to Green <laughs> Bay. You gotta serve your time. I mean, like, yeah, you like, gotta do something, yeah, man. Years, I mean, yeah. either that or you better be bringing a hell of a staff yeah. with you with a lot of, you know, depth. I don't know. But yeah. I think it would be awesome to see him up there with Aaron Rodgers. I think it would have been cool to see Cliff Kingsbury yeah. and see what he could do as an OC in the NFL or a head coach, whatever. But yeah, and then I guess like the other big news from the weekend really is the Steelers. Uh, Sean's not here, so we can <laughs> we can laugh on the air. But uh, Steelers blew it. Um, and uh, yeah, that's pretty much like I thought, there's a bunch of like not very good matchups. But um, so now we can kind of jump into uh, next week's uh, matchups with our pick'em, everybody's favorite game. That's right. Starting off with Jags at Titans. A game that nobody enjoys because it's Thursday night. Nobody Didn't wins. Didn't I say that? And look what happened last week. Yep. Everyone was like, Sage Cowboy, going to be 90 fucking points, and it's Drew Brees. <laughs> and then it was, what, 17 to 0 like, for yes. 90% of the game? Like, Something ugly. <laughs> nobody wins. Mike was still pissed. Drew Brees only got him 15 <laughs> points. <laughs> Um, like that might have to be our game after this. We do a little <laughs> fantasy football check-in. We'll go fast to the playoffs. Then. Yeah. Um, yeah, so we'll, uh, I'm going to take the Titans because their defense is better. Cody Kessler starting for the Jags. Short week. Uh, he won his first game. The team always sucks, but that's true against Colts. But, yeah, I'm going with the Titans. Yeah, definitely the Titans. <laughs> uh, I'm going with the Jags because this is Miles. a game that no one wins, so I expect no one to win. <laughs> Except me. <laughs> I said I wasn't going to give my picks because of Logan. Logan's been riding my picks, and now he's got a four-game lead on me. <laughs> Jerk. Smart. So what's the next one? All right, next up is uh, the hometown team, Chiefs versus Ravens. Yeah, I think this is the, I think this is the game, the trap game. I think everyone's always talking about how Seattle's the hardest game left. Uh, the Kareem Hunt story kind of died down, but uh, Lamar Jackson, like, the Chiefs struggle at guarding the run more than anything. He's run for 70 yards. His first three games, an NFL record. Uh, they have Gus Edwards, who's becoming a workhorse, um, and they have the best defense, I think, in the league. So um, I think they'll – they have those older guys that can – I think the one thing you need to do when you have a young quarterback is confuse them. I think this is a team that can do it. Um, so I'm, I'm going that this is the trap game, and I think they'll win out. But this is a trap game, and I think the Rams going to win. I agree with everything that you just said, but I'm going with the Chiefs. <laughs> <laughs> because they're at home, and I don't think there's going to be, like, a huge elation that they brought Sharkandrick West back. <laughs> but, I mean, I think it's, I think it's going to be the like the... This one game, though, if they get up, like, 17 to nothing, Lamar Jackson doesn't throw the ball, and they could turn into a slaughter quick Right, game. yeah. I and I, I do think their hardest game left is Seattle in Seattle. Yeah, see, that's, that's why everyone... Yeah. That's what I'm saying. All <laughs> everyone's been pumping But, that. I mean, you can't... You can't I mean, you can't downplay the freaking Chargers on Thursday night, even yeah. though, like, we've owned them. A short week after playing a physical team like right. the Ravens. Yeah. But. I, would, I would agree with your, uh, your stance had it not been for all the drama with Kareem Hunt. Yeah, I I, I'm a, such a huge believer in momentum and what's going on and yeah. how that affects a locker room and how that affects people's players and the mental yeah. part of the game that I think the Chiefs come out with this renewed energy and yeah i think it's they're gonna that. be like we don't need we don't need you to win and i think yep Chiefs especially Mahomes. i think Mahomes oh, will yeah. do anything he can yeah to make sure they win that game which side note Mahomes was beating that drum at the sporting kc match and Dude. that wasn't enough to cut it but <laughs> was, it was pretty God, cool seeing him there we didn't talk about that man but that was that was brutal yeah poor sporting kansas city all right moving on to our next game Bears versus Rams. The eight and four Bears versus the eleven and one Los Angeles Rams. Yeah, the Sunday night game uh, could have been said that the Bears, although it doesn't happen that much in the NFL, could have had a looking look ahead game last weekend. Overlooked uh, Odell Beckham Jr. at quarterback. 
Yeah, that dude's got a cannon, man. Like, that got, was literally more accurate than any more, pass yeah, Eli's. More forty yard passes than Eli's had all year. And yes, I did pick them to win the <laughs> NFC. So did I. My one of my friends brought that. Yeah, so. old takes exposed. <laughs> um, oh, it's in Chicago, right? in Chicago. Yeah, I think that's right. The Rams doing their NFC tour. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to be cold. Gurley's kind of banged up, even though he had... I still... They said that, and then he had 140 yards and two touchdowns. I think the biggest factor in this game, if Mitchell Trubisky was out there, I would take the Bears. Yeah. um, I know, and we don't have that information necessarily, and the room is already going to play. Um... Yeah, I'm gonna go with the Bears because I think they I think they'll focus on stopping the run. Golf didn't look that good against the Lions. Um, they're still kind of looking for that. Um, not they have Cooks, but they're still looking for those guys to step up with Cooper Cup out. Yeah, I um, think uh, I think Tariq Cohen's gonna go off. I'm yeah. going Bears as well. Wow, I'm really shocked by that. I went ahead and wrote in uh, <laughs> the Rams for you guys already. <laughs> I actually was going to pick the Bears because I thought, like, this is going to be the game. This is it. They're going to do it. But I am flipping it. (laughs) So I'm going with the Rams. Like, they, I, yeah, no way. It's going to be great. It's tough, man. It's going to be cold. Like, warm weather teams don't play good in the cold. It's going to be great. Like, it's going to be the opposite of Chiefs Rams, but it's going to be a great game for that. Yeah. But, I, I mean, the Rams are statistically, like, a horrible run defense, even They're though they have... They're getting back, though. Yeah, I guess that's true. Well, it's Leap Trubisky being gone, I think that's a, that's yeah. a big one for him. Yeah. All right, that brings us to the next game, which is the Vikings at Seahawks. Yeah, the Monday nighter. Uh, the Vikings have looked awful the last two weeks. Um, yeah. There's been that talk of... Uh, they can't play the the primetime games they suck at. Uh, she lost to the Packers two, three weeks ago. Um, so Seattle's looked a lot better. Um, and they just... I love the way... Like, Seattle plays how I played Madden, because everyone always passed it, and I would run it for 60 times a game and throw, like, three times and just throw bombs. But right. So I have, like, a soft spot for Seattle deep down, and even though... We picked them to win two games before the year. They turned, they and they look like it the first yep. four games. Now yep. all of a sudden, and I think Rattled it's because they kept kept them healthy this year. So yeah, I'm gonna go Seattle. Yeah, I think it's. I, I mean, especially if you're a team that's wavering, I think it's really hard to bet against Seattle in Seattle. Yeah. Yep. So I'm gonna take Seattle. Same Seattle at home. So that brings <laughs> us to our final game. Just another random pick on that no one here cares about except me. <laughs> the Packers Wisconsin. winning. <laughs> Wisconsin Packers win (laughs) on the firing of the dictator, Mike McCarthy. They plunge his body into the ice hole outside. This isn't four brothers. (laughs) Uh, You're seriously picking the Packers. 100%. I'm also going to pick the Packers. Um, It's more on how bad I think Atlanta is. They have the worst defense. They don't have a running game. Um, Matt Ryan is awful on the road Are you in general. About the Packers? No, the Falcons. I know that's how bad this game is. In I general, know it's so bad. What's the over under? But this Matt game? Ryan's Matt Ryan's been awful uh, on the road oh, like forever. He's and like he just they've been awful all year. And I if you don't have a running <coughs> game like we talked about with the Alabama when you have guys that know they're just gonna rush after a guy forty times a game, uh, especially in the NFL, like you just can't win that way. So I'm gonna take the Packers. Yeah, I'm. I'm honestly, I'm with you guys, and uh, for a lot of the reasons that I said, it's a warm weather team going up to play in the cold. Um, I think there was a lot of like Aaron Rodgers quitting on Mike McCarthy, and I think he's just gonna turn back into the. Do you think he paid Mason Crosby to miss all the Super Bowls? No, 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 absolutely. Yeah, but I think Green Bay. I think Green Bay takes it. I know we talked. So going back to this too, like. With Seattle, I know we talked about like them falling so fast based on their offseason moves, but has there been a team that's fallen so fast as the Falcons? No, that's I know we bad. talked about it with the Seahawks, but they are. That is real bad. And the crazy thing is, well, they the still Jaguars, have a stigma that Jaguars they're good. are right up there too. Yeah, Jaguars were in the but AFC they never won. They weren't in the. I know, but they were in the <laughs> AFC Championship <laughs> yeah. game, and it's like, yeah. they don't even look like they could stop a nosebleed right now. But they won last week. But they won last week. <laughs> Freaking riveting, like nine to six game or whatever. Six nothing. Six nothing. That's right. God. 
Hope you and took that's, it. That's, that's the Jags, like, defense and... Took the under. Yeah. yeah. But there was a lot of question in the refs in that game, right? Like, didn't somebody get in trouble for, like, tracking the refs down after that game and, like... No, that was the Titans game. The oh, Taylor okay. Lewin, yeah, even though right. they won. Yeah. But, yeah, they... Um, well, they bottled up Marlon Mack, and yeah. just the Jalen Ramsey has historically bottled down T.Y. Hilton. Yeah, teams were yeah. all over in Indy, though, because yeah. Luck had been rattling off, like, three or four touchdowns Yeah, they were the game. biggest loser in Vegas this year. They were, like, 96% of the money was on them. Yeah. And, but, yeah. yeah. All right, that does it for picks. In lieu of a game, we're going to do a quick check-in on our league fantasy football standings before we go into the one-minute rant. Well, we so, have the three top guys sitting here. <laughs> yeah, this is a fitting time for this little... Yeah, let's soiree. please check in. Yeah, I don't, have, I don't have a rant this week, actually, so we could just spend two minutes talking about this. Or Jeremy week. can rant about That's it. That's why I'm playing Chris in. this week, and he's got James Conner, who is now out. Drews! Yeah, so I'm in one league I have... Um, you know, the, no one cares about your league guy, even though I ran it about that. <laughs> and one, this league I have James Conner, and then another league I have Matt Breida and James Conner, and then my Yahoo league, I have, both my Yahoo leagues I have James Conner. I don't have Logan's list, but we were going through it while we were watching the game on Sunday, and from his players that oh, he yeah, originally Logan. drafted... Yeah, so um, we can talk about Logan, and we'll start with Logan. Yeah, How I many mean, points has he scored this year? <laughs> so we're in a... a a messed up scoring league with two quarterbacks where you score like 200 points a game unless you're really bad pretty it's, much. Yeah, it's but. a crazy league. So, um, just to do the outliers first yeah. and I'll get back to Logan. The person with the most points for is Chris right. um, who is leading the East. And then the person with the most points against is Justin Floor who has appeared on a couple episodes and is riding a seven game losing streak. <laughs> At the very bottom of the league. Even though he has Mahomes, yeah. Mahomes put up a solid 50, like, the last four weeks. That is what you call drafting a single player, (laughs) mailing it in, and not even setting your lineup. Justin, clap twice if you can hear us. Text us the word watermelon. (laughs) All right, uh, so what was Logan? Logan... Well, you can do the rest of it. So Sean's second in the East, right? Okay, yeah, so the East Division, we've got Chris topping it off. Uh, Sean in second place, also a two-game losing streak. Everyone in the East is on a, at least two-game losing streak. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Mike is on a three-game losing streak. He's in third place. And then finally Justin, seven-game losing streak, <laughs> three and ten record, uh, .2 win percentage. But his three wins, go ahead, you keep going. I'm going <laughs> to tell you his three wins. Cause I'm so then in the West, uh, I, Wisconsin Pat, am leading... <clears throat> With a four-game win streak at nine and four, just crushing the homies. In second place is Jeremy Sutton Tyreek with a a uh, two-game win streak, and then we've got Jeremy's brother Trev. Trev, shout out, text the group. Uh, Des Bryant, text the group the name Des Bryant <laughs> if you're listening. Uh, Trev's got a three-game win streak, but is still in third place at a solid eight and five. Could overtake Jeremy if Jeremy falls at the hands of Chris this week. It's not gonna happen. And then you've got Logan bringing up the rear in the West with a five and eight record and a two-game <coughs> win streak, trying to turn it around. So Floor's three wins are against Chris, myself, and Logan. And Logan, I think, only has like three people of the original team that he drafted because everybody's blown an ACL, torn Achilles. Or is on yeah, I kind of I faltered the last two weeks on a two-game losing streak. We'll I was just running through one the league. More. <laughs> I was <laughs> running through the league there for a minute, and then. Do we have a, like a punishment system or we have to or a, it's gotta be a win? Do we, are we playing for anything? We have to. Money. It's twenty bucks. Yeah. It's still a load but, uh, bag of fireballs. We'll have to. We'll have to. Uh, we'll have to ask the the viewers for a punishment for Justin. <laughs> or whoever gets last. Or whoever gets, yeah, sorry. Justin. Yeah. Even though he's down two games with one left to, to Logan. But. They make the playoffs? What's our playoffs? Uh, four. Four? Four of, the, four of the eight. That's why we have one more week of regular season. <laughs> That's three of oh, us. Okay, we're good. Maybe Sean, if <laughs> he wants Trav- to keep his host oh, yeah, position. Yeah, I think Sean might... Sean's got the same record. I don't know if it's top two for each division. Oh, okay. Because mm. we made the we made it so quickly that I don't know. I yeah. don't really set the That'd rules, obviously. But yeah. so, Chris, do you have any hot takes? Any like tips for the fantasy players out there? Any people they should go pick up? Or? Yeah, it's crazy. So, Adrian Green's out. Greg Olson's out. James Conner's out. Matt Breida's out. Uh, Chris Carson's got a messed up finger. Um, 
So they say the top two are Jalen Samuels, the Pittsburgh running back, and Justin Jackson, Justin Johnson Jr. Oh, yeah, yeah. Wilson Jr., the 49ers guy. I would go after the 49ers guy first uh, because I think the Steelers will be a running back by committee, to be honest with you. Um, I don't think anybody's going to get close to James Conner's touches, especially guys who haven't run the ball all year. Um, and that and uh, wide receiver-wise, I mean, you really pick up anyone this time of year. Cause if, you should have picked up one someone two weeks ago if you had A.J. Green anyway. So, But, yeah, it's, it's crazy to see all those guys go out the week before, and this is the time of the year where you pretty much have to just Hope to survive in advance. Like I said, I've lost Connor in pretty much all my leagues except for one he was drafted. I picked him up, so, but. I got one quick story before we peace out here. I uh, just saw it on ESPN. So, Mike Gundy cut a check for yeah. a guy who uh, lost a bet on Oklahoma State for the season. And just, <laughs> his explanation is so Mike Leach-esque. And just says, I have many high school buddies who consume way too much alcohol, which leads to listening to talk radio. The rumor is you bet on your you team. you listen to talk radio if you're drunk. <laughs> the rumor is you lost your bet on our team and lost your money. We came up short, so I thought the manly thing to do is reimburse a guy for believing in our team and send him a personal check. That's 250 bucks From the freaking mullet. Mike Gundy. Classic. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, so next week we'll uh, preview the Bulls, and uh, um, we're one step closer to the playoffs. Some more teams will wrap it up, so we'll continue that discussion. The Bulls. The Bulls. Chalk It Up is now available on iTunes and SoundCloud, and if you're stuck in 2004 on MySpace and Zenga, like, subscribe, comment, let us know what you guys think about this week, and if you have ideas for next week, see ya! What the fuck is going on here? Viva los fortes! <laughs> <laughs>